I will kick it off, and uh, then we'll be ready to go. You good, Beth? I'm good. You good? All right. You good, Melissa? I'm good. Okay, great. Let's get it done. All right. Son? This is what always happens. (laughs) Bethany starts giggling right at the beginning before I can even start. You want to have fun? (laughs) You got to just have fun in life. I I ain't got no problem having fun. Let it roll. All right. <laughs> this is you Chris, might as well just Chris start will tell you it's it. every single time. Yeah, well, I can't start it with you cackling in the back. That's background. how we always do it. So. Uh, I know, I know, but we will start it. I'm okay. trying not to add to the cackling. <laughs> no, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's fine to add to it. We're hopefully make somebody's day today. Yeah, make someone laugh. Or whatever day you listen to day, this. Day, night, well, morning. Well, it is there today know. when they listen to it today. It is true. <laughs> um, unless they break this amongst this multiple days. Was that pretty clever? Deep? Oh. Yeah, sure, babe. A lot of thinking. Yeah, that'll help you if I say yes. So. You're making me hot. Okay. All right. All right. You good? Yes. Okay. We are back at you with another Real Stories podcast. Bethany has been giggling, and we are joined by Melissa Hoskins tonight. Oh, what do we say? What, For the what do you mean? Oorah. 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 So... Uh, Bethany and Melissa have both been in here cackling like a couple of hens, so um, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, at one point, I almost said, you know what, Bethany, maybe you should just do this one solo with Melissa since I did the last one solo with Chris. I've never done that and before. And then I thought you would say, We'd probably no. laugh the entire time. I, that's, I mean, it would have been great for me. The podcast would be three hours long. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> they just laughed. Chris would be texting me. They're literally just laughing the whole time. Hmm. Anyway, so we we are super excited to be able to have uh, Melissa join us uh, today. Um, we're going to get to talk um, and get a little bit uh, get to know a little bit more about her story, um, and uh, and we're always so excited to do these just because I think it does reveal um, uh, something to the real church family, right? And anyone else who may be listening, just to get a better feel for. Who are these people? You know, there's people that may go here that says, I haven't really had a chance to really talk to Melissa at all. There's other people that say, hey, I've talked to Melissa a lot, and I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> and so it is a, um, it's, I, I feel like it's just a really great way for us to be able to engage and connect um, and just get to know more about the Real Church family, right? What episode is this? Um, I think this is episode four. Uh, five. For I think it's episode stories. five. Yeah. You are um, number five. I think uh, I think episode five, which five is a good, nice number. I like yeah. that. Um, we have five fingers, so it makes it easy. Um, unless, you know, you had an <laughs> incident and then you could only have four fingers. <laughs> hey, you can. And then we always do. Melissa. That's going to be the problem now is because if someone's listening and they have lost one of their digits, they're going to feel like this isn't the podcast for them because <laughs> I said that five was easy because you have five fingers. Mm-hmm. And someone is listening right now. Someone's listening right now, and they're like, but I only have four fingers. Um, Count your toes. Yeah, so, I mean, something like that. Now the people how without toes are going to say it now. How many you have, you are blessed. Oh, it's so hard. We are blessed. <laughs> Whatever fingers and toes we have. This is getting strange. <laughs> hey, this is the way things go. So, um, so anyways, we want to kind of kick this off um, and give Melissa a moment to maybe kind of uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, maybe uh, your, you know, your family, your hobbies. For those who don't know you, um, who is this Melissa Hoskins, and what is she doing here on this podcast? <laughs> well, if you ask my children, they will say that I'm just an old lady. <laughs> you know, I am a product of the '70s. <laughs> uh, okay, so a little about me. I am 48. Um, you can edit that one out there, Chris. Twenty-four. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've been married to the love of my life, Jimmy, for thirteen years. A mother of six and an angel baby, and we've been blessed with five grandbabies. And wow, that's exciting. Yeah, it really is exciting, <laughs> and you know, it is so much different being a grandparent yeah. than it is being a parent. Yeah. yeah, you love your kids, right? Yeah, but it's 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 a completely different kind of love when you have grandbabies. Yeah, yeah. because you can give them back. Yeah, that's right. That's we right. hear that a lot. Yeah, we do hear that a lot. Everyone tells us that. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, we own a little farm, uh, about 14 acres, and we raise all kinds of critters. We got 
goats, which you guys have met our goats because yeah. we've brought them to church. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're that church that had goats at the church, yes. <laughs> and we've got turkeys and ducks and rabbits. She named after us. Yes, and I, th- I think Bethany took off on us this past week. Did she really? <laughs> she did. She's How'd a free she bird. She's a free bird. She's, we've let her run free. Okay. Right. Yeah, she's always been. So, free, so, so I know you guys got all these. Animals. How many animals would you say you have in total on the farm? A rough number. Give me something. About. If I had to guess, I'd say. 200. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. And they're always having we, babies. We have, we have hundreds <laughs> yeah. of insects on our property. Uh, so, yeah. I'll send uh, more uh, your way. <laughs> <laughs> our neighbors might get mad at us. <laughs> Let's see. We got seven. So, so have you guys always had animals like that? I mean, is that, um, um, or is that something you guys more recently got into more? Well, or? since we bought our house. We bought our house about almost 10 years ago. Okay. And that was one of the visions that we had for the house yeah. was animals. Yeah. Yeah. So it started out as chickens and just kind of expanded from there. <laughs> Turkeys, dogs. Yeah. 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 Rabbits, Duck, right? Rabbits, Ducks, yeah. rabbits, goats, cats, and I think that's it. Yeah. Mice, wow. mice are going around. I'm somewhere. sure we have. Yes. I'm yeah. sure we do. Oh, yeah. Especially after the fields get cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's when they come out. That's yeah. for sure. We know that. Yeah. Yeah, and then we've got a pond with a ton of fish. Yeah, yeah. there's those too. A little yeah. bit of everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a and, garden, right? Besides and a partridge and pear tree. And a Ford tractor. Yeah, yeah, y'all. I'm getting Don't the word out me, about y'all. that Ford tractor. Now he needs a Ford truck. At the Hoskins home. Now, see, you should be glad it's me here today and not Jimmy, right? <laughs> oh, trust me, we're going to talk about it on his. <laughs> I have no you doubt. Get ready, Jimbo. It's coming. What is Jimmy's a Chevy? I forget. No, he's got a Ford tractor. Oh, truck. oh yeah, it's a Chevy. Yeah. Oh, it's a GMC. Yeah, he's got GMC. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's we got the GMC, to. and then I've got <laughs> the, the I've got the Jeep. <laughs> Dodge. <laughs> we ain't hating against the Jeep. We like the Jeep. <laughs> but it's funny though because see, Jimmy grew up in the country. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Cincinnati. Really? Yeah. Like inner yeah. Cincinnati. Wow. I actually went to school downtown. Wow. At Performing Arts, which is right there on Sycamore. Wow. I so never I was knew very that. much downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this is a completely Complete. different lifestyle than what I grew up with. But yeah. I love it. And I'm glad that I'm able to graze, raise my kids in the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How many years was it from kindergarten to high school all the way? Um, oh, performing arts. Yeah, uh, I did seventh grade until tenth grade, and then I became a very bad kid. So yeah. we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Now this might be a dumb question because maybe I don't know enough about our Cincinnati area. But is performing arts actually for performing arts, or is that just what the school's called? Yeah, it's actually for the performing okay. arts. You actually have to audition to be accepted into the school. Okay, which is really odd because it's actually considered a Cincinnati public school. Yeah, that's that is. That's but why I was like, is tu- this a you pay a question? tuition, but yeah, you have to have a major and a minor. Wow. Um, when they when you audition, they give you. See, I've already learned something yeah. I did not know about you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, For you acting? had to have a major and minor in high school. Mm-hmm. We just had to have a high school. <laughs> yeah, well, this we was just, just for, this was Goshen. just poor, 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 <laughs> performing arts. Right, so if I can talk, but you take your performing arts classes and your. Regular math, English, and yeah, history, and all for that acting? too. Uh, yeah, I went for acting and singing. Wow. Acting out or just acting? <laughs> well, it became acting out. <laughs> Learning something new. Learning some new things. <laughs> and I went to school with Nick Lachey from Ninety Eight Degrees. Wow! Really? Wow. Same to, grade? He's a year behind me. Okay. But his locker was just like a couple lo- couple lockers down, and I used to leave love letters. Sorry, honey. <laughs> So was he in the band already? No. When, no. So this is before his time. You already yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. This is early <laughs> yeah. days, man. <laughs> yep. I That's think, neat. I think I would have been. I think I was in ninth grade when I was leaving little, little love letters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever write you back? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Nick, I'm still here. <laughs> still, it's still a cool story. <laughs> You'd have never met Jimmy if not. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, so, um, 
so we know your kiddos, right? Um, you want to name them off here? Okay, so you know the youngest ones. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start yeah. from the youngest, yeah. which is Jimmy Ray. He's eight. And Clarissa, she's 12. <laughs> Corinne is 14. Then we've got um, Nick is, he'll be 21 in October. Wow. You guys haven't met him. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't think we've met him. And then Brooke, you guys have yeah. met. She's 22. And then I don't think you guys have met my oldest either. She's 28, Mariah. I don't remember. Yeah. So we've got 20 years wow. between the oldest and that the youngest. Is wow. That is. Yeah. It was always crazy to me when you guys would tell us that you're grandparents because we were like, whatever. These liars. <laughs> um, and because it, it is crazy. I mean, because you're, you guys are so young. Well, um, the funny. Well, thank you. Right. Well, <laughs> I'll pay I mean, yeah. for that later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're 24 to be grandparents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funnier thing is. Is that Jimmy Ray's eight? My oldest grandson just turned seven. <laughs> so he's an that uncle. Is, wow. <laughs> no, what's funny, funny is when we were in school, we had scenarios like that. Yeah. We have a good friend of ours, um, and uh, uh, his aunt, aunt was in, was the, same in the same class. I mean, oh, we were so. in the same class <laughs> as aunt. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that uh, it was. It was one of those. And, <laughs> I still laugh about that today. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it was funny because um, my oldest, Mariah, we were still trying to get pregnant with Jimmy Ray. Yeah. And kept telling her, I was like, don't be trying to get pregnant right now. I don't want to be what, what is the mother of the bride or something where they go in the labor on the same yeah. day and stuff at the hospital. Yeah. I was like, I don't want that scenario. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Well, we love the Hoskins family. Uh, I think you guys know that. And uh, We're a crazy uh, little bunch. <laughs> yeah, man. We love little Jimmy Ray and the whole crew, man. Um, we're, we're all about... Jimmy's a little sweetheart. Well, the problem with little Jimmy is he can outfish all of us, and that's a little bit of a struggle for us. So, that's um, not the only problem. He likes Ford. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's, that's a good actually, thing. That I mean, that's problem. actually a pretty big win. That's a blessing. Uh, <laughs> that's right. We have to keep his eye on him as he becomes a teenager, like in our, like in our little <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so that's amazing. It gives us a little bit of, of a background of who you are um, and uh, um, kind of, kind of where you came from and, and your family. But um, maybe tell us a little bit more about your own personal story and, you know, how, how you came to know Christ and, um, you know, maybe even acting out because it sounds like you're going to dig into that a little bit. Um, and uh, that's yeah. the good dirt that everyone's waiting on, right? Yeah, we'll keep it PG, I promise. <laughs> okay, so a little background on me. Um, my well, we grew up in a Baptist church, a very Southern Baptist church mm-hmm. in the middle of Cincinnati. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it was a real tiny church, and we were very involved with the church. Um, my dad ran the soundboard. I was in the choir. I played piano for the church, and I had my own Sunday school class. And wow! So, and we did the cleaning. We did. I mean, any anytime there was anything with the church, we were there. It didn't matter what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then when I was 12 years old, I had three grandparents pass away in the same year. Wow. And my two grandmothers, my maternal and my paternal, both were Christian, and they kept telling us, you, you need to get saved, you need to get saved. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, when the three of them passed away, that's, that's what drove it home for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I was 12 when I got saved. And um, I just I found a natural love for Jesus. I mean, yeah. I yeah. did anything and everything. I was probably one of those kids that other kids didn't like because I was always pointing at him saying, you shouldn't be doing that. Right, right. Did you tell Nick Lachey that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's probably not what I was writing in my love letters. But <laughs> uh, so... Um, couple years went by and we had um, some major stuff that happened in the church mm-hmm. and uh, it caused me to lose my faith in, in the people of the church. Yeah. yeah, didn't lose my faith in God. Yeah. I didn't lose my faith in Jesus, but I lost my faith in the people. Yeah. Um, and I, I 
turn into this rebellious teenager because of stuff that happened to our part families. And my family was one that got torn apart. Yeah. Wow. Um, the church was torn apart and yeah. it destroyed a lot of lives. Yeah. And, uh, and my dad wound up being the one that wound up raising me. Mm-hmm. And God bless his little heart because I <laughs> really put him through the ringer. <laughs> There's a whole reason I didn't graduate from performing arts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I think I got to the point where I was just skipping school all the time. And wow. it just, you know, I didn't earn that right to <laughs> to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say I was a, a rebel- rebellious teenager, I pretty much did everything that your parents did don't want you to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a runaway. Uh, yeah. I ran away to Chicago uh, for wow. nine days. <laughs> this is pre-cell phone, pre-internet yeah, days. Yeah, no kidding. I wouldn't I'm know really how to sure do that now. now right? I wouldn't know how to do that with everything that we have. Like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I talked uh, four other people into running away with me. Wow. <laughs> they had no reason to run away except for, hey, she wants to run away. Let's go. Oh this sounds like fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had it all mapped out, and we were heading out to California. I wanted to be a superstar. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, wow. yeah, my my poor dad. I I really put him through it, and um, I wound up graduating from a different school, mm-hmm. but I barely graduated. Yeah, um, not that I couldn't do well in school. Yeah, I just didn't go. Yeah, yeah. you didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. I just was um, act acting out. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> I should have been a movie star. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was really good at acting out. You need to know how you got to Chicago and how you got back first. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so we'll back up a little bit and rewind. Hey, Chris, can you edit this part? <laughs> I'm too curious now. We need to do the Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Uh, so one of the people that I talked into running away had a um, a Camaro. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it broke down, didn't it? <laughs> it wasn't a Ford. No. <laughs> <And> it ran. <laughs> yeah. Then we all squished into this little Camaro, and they, wow. you know, the Camaros had the little hatchback. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so we took turns on who was riding in the back. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And we stayed in a hotel room up there, and. Man. <laughs> we were on the south side of Chicago, and back in the late 80s, early 90s, that was not the place to be. Yeah. And um, so anyway, when we got up there, we were living off of one of the guy's parents' credit cards. Oh, wow. wow. Really? And uh, got to the point where after nine days, she wanted to go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we stopped at. Kmart, if you guys remember that store. Oh yeah, oh, good old Kmart. <laughs> but there were there was a payphone there. Wow, there was a payphone. See, there were no there were no cell phones yeah. back then. Oh my goodness. She got homesick and called her mom, and yeah, her mom reached out to my dad and said, "Hey, sudden, I know where they are." Are you kidding? <laughs> Within two minutes, we were surrounded by police. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, I'm telling you, I was I was a horrible kid. I was that horrible. Did you feel bad wild. about it in that moment, or were you like, "This no. is the best day of my you life"? You felt like, "Oh crap, we got caught." <laughs> that was really yeah, that was my reaction. You were yeah. sad. You weren't ready. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, well, I was worried about the road trip home because my dad had to drive all the way from Cincinnati, and actually, we didn't get caught in Chicago. We made it down to Springfield, Illinois. Wow. Yeah. And that's where we got caught. So my yeah. dad so had, had to, to come drive. all the way to get you. Yes. And you so that, that ride home. Too. Yes, that was the most awkward the ride, ride home. home ever. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that oh was not goodness. fun. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was more worried about what kind of trouble I was gonna get into. <laughs> yeah, at that point. <laughs> yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> so yeah, needless to say, I was not a very good role model at yeah. that point yeah. in my life. I was I was horrible, um, but we did make it back to Cincinnati all in one piece, thankfully. Because <laughs> anything could have happened to us. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. I mean, yeah. so we made it back, and I still wasn't doing well in school. Well, it got to be my senior year, and I'm like, I'm kind of freaking out. Yeah. Because I was getting myself into all kinds of trouble and doing yeah. stuff that I really shouldn't be doing. Yeah. 
And I started freaking out, not knowing what's going to happen when I graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I did, I did what every loving daughter did. You know, your parents, you know, they all want you to join the Marine Corps, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you talk to them about it? Well, I had to because I was only 17. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it took a few months for me to convince them, but they had to sign my contract wow. for me to yeah. join the delay entry program. And, yeah. Wow. So it took me, I think, about five or six <laughs> months. They told me, you can join any branch of the service, just not the Marine Corps. And that's the only one you wanted to join. Yeah. But you, <laughs> but you know why? The uniform. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You like the uniform? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You cannot beat the Marine Corps dress blues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And, um and that's where my adult life took off. Didn't yeah. get much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not for a while. I was lost. I yeah. was lost. I um I held it against people at the church yeah. for what happened to me growing up and I just I I couldn't get over it. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I I've just had so much hatred, yeah, in my heart at that point in time, yeah. And uh, and that's common. I mean, a lot of people have an experience like that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, yeah. we've heard that time and time and time and time again, um, yeah. where someone has gone through something like that, and mm. yeah. you know, especially I think you know, like in your situation, you were saying how it hurt your entire family. Um, it's just like any, anyone's, if your family was threatened or hurt by anything, your natural instinct is going to be pushing it away, yeah, whatever it what is. I and I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very natural. I mean, it's what, and, and it's happened to a lot of people that mm-hmm. we know that we're connected with that had an experience like that, that just made them say, just, no, I'm slamming that door shut. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's like, that's exactly me right there. Yeah. yeah. So... And I thought, you know, going into the Marine Corps, you know, I thought I was saving myself from the path that I was going on, which I did. I I changed my path by going in the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. Um, I was still very much a wild child in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, I wound up being a single parent at the age of 20 in the Marine Corps. Wow. But I finished my contract as a single parent. I did my four years and... I actually got orders um, to leave the States when she was six weeks old, wow. and I had to decline wow. them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a choice that I could either give her up mm-hmm. or decline my orders, and I yeah. wasn't giving her up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I, I did my the rest of my contract. I had two years left on my contract and finished that and came back home to Ohio. Yeah. So. Wow. So so what what is the shift for you then, right? Because you you know you're telling us that hey, I had this wild you know crazy streak, and then I went to the Marines, and it doesn't sound like it was gone, nope, right? It didn't. Um, no, so. no, no, nope, nope. That wild streak went on for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> so I think I think uh, I think I may have some daddy issues going on there for a while or something. Yeah. And, and yeah, when I got home from the Marine Corps, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, married the wrong man. Mm-hmm. Um, was with that for eleven years of uh, wow. a very abusive relationship, and um, he actually had a child with somebody else while we were married. Wow. Um, oh my goodness! Has a kid that's eleven days old. No, nine days older than. My twenty, almost twenty-one-year-old son. Wow. Yeah. So, and I tried staying with him for, I think it was ten more years after that, and I just like. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't, and it was just, it was. I just thought I was doing the right thing for the kids. And yeah. I knew, you know, divorce is not what God wants you to do when you're right. married. That's supposed to be a forever thing. Yeah. And I was. Even though I didn't like the people of the church, mm-hmm. I still loved God. I still prayed, yeah. and I I prayed for God to fix me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. fix yeah. my life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lead me in the right direction, show me the light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anything, man. Hit me with a pot. I don't care what you got to do, man. Just wake this thing up, right? 
Well, um, I, I I don't know if this is a horrible thing to say on here or not, but yeah. divorce really was. Yeah. That was my light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we broke away from, you know, what sounds like was a horrible situation, right? I mean, yeah. just absolutely atrocious. And so, yeah. you know, um, it's interesting to me that because of what was put in you at an early age, though, that you were still trying to hold on to be faithful, right, is what you were trying to do. Um, Even though you had, you maybe in every other way were living far from that, um, those seeds were still planted in you that made you hold on. And you know what's kind of funny is sometimes we hold on to the things that really God's like, why are you trying to hold on? If you would do these other things, you'd be way better than trying to hold on to this one little thing that actually... I'm okay with you walking from, right? Uh, yeah. Because it is abusive and it is, you know, adultery and all these things, right? That has to just, yeah. no, it's not good for you, you know? Um, and so it's kind of interesting what some of the things that get put in us that can cause us to hold on while we may let go of all of the other things that may mean even more, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but it that was part of what started a shift for you. It like. really did. Um, and so much so. So in an 11-month time frame, I got a divorce. I lost a job that I had been at for 12 years. Wow. I lost my house. Lost my car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I lost everything. Yeah. And uh, got to the point that, I, I mean, I'm praying more. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not going into a church. Right. No, nope, yeah. you can't make me yeah. go. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and I met Jimmy. Yeah. Um, funny thing is I met him at a bar. <laughs> but it wasn't actually bar hopping or anything like that. No, it was actually for a cancer benefit for somebody. Wow. Um, and I, I was actually friends with his mom. I had worked with his mom for years. And um, we started out just right off the bat, great friends. Yeah. And uh, he wanted to date. I didn't want to date him. <laughs> um, there's a well. First off, I was friends with his mom. I was like, I'm right, yeah. not gonna cross that boundary. <laughs> and I'm a lot older than him. I'm eight and a half years older than him. So, yeah. and I was like, you know, that's a it's a lot of baggage to be bringing in because I would have been I was bringing in three kids into the relationship mm-hmm. at that yeah. point. But um, thankfully, Jimmy was very, very persistent. Yeah. Um, so persistent, in fact, and showing his love for me that I actually wound up proposing to him. <laughs> That's amazing. I did. That might be the first time we've heard that. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> I did. And actually, when him and I really first started actually officially dating, um, we both swore off. We are never, ever, ever going to get married again. We're oh, never going to yeah. have any more kids. It always starts <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and so when I asked him to marry me, I said, you know, while we're on this subject, what do you think about maybe having future children together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we started mapping our lives out from there. Wow. Um, we got married within six months of us dating. Wow. Um, and we're both Marines. Yeah. So we got married on July 4th. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And both of us had a love for God. He he was raised Pentecostal. Um, And even before we started having our own children, because he had one previously, um, and when we got married, we actually married one another's children as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually had that as part of our ceremony. Very cool. Um, because it was very important to each one of us that yeah. we accept one another's children. Having a blended family is mm-hmm. extremely, extremely mm-hmm. difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but we both just had a natural love for one another's children at that point. And yeah. so, that's and, what you do, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's really a beautiful thing to to do that, um, for Jimmy to take the role that he took and for you to take the role that you took. Um, it's, you know, it's, um, challenging and rewarding and all of the above, right? I mean, that's just, that's part of that journey. And it's something that, you know, both of you took very seriously going into it. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing for those kids, you know, and sometimes as you probably know, as a kid who acted out, you know, a portion of your life, you know, there's, 
there's going to be some things that they don't appreciate in the moment that later in life they will appreciate. And that's, I, that's I, just I part of the journey. You know? yeah. It's that. part of the journey. Um, it's, it, it happens. Yeah, and, and one thing we always swore from day one, we're a family. We love one another. You don't have to be blood to be family. We don't use the term step anything, yeah. half mm. anything. We're brothers, sisters, mom, dad. There is no, yeah. we don't use yeah. any other yeah. term because it's, we're, we're in love right. as yeah. a family together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's amazing. It, that's and it, it's yeah. been a struggle. Yeah. Um, and even um, as the, my older children, the three oldest ones were growing up, we had them going to church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know how much of a hypocrite that made me feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The church yeah. bus would come to our house, come picking up our kids. <laughs> we were that kids. we were that set of parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we encouraged the kids to go to church. Yeah. And yeah. we prayed every night at supper. Right. You know, the one yeah. meal that we all got to eat together. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I wasn't going to church. Yeah. Yeah. And it um, I was running my own business from home, and I just got to the point I wanted something different. Yeah. yeah. So I started job searching, and I came across a recognizable face as a VP of this company up in Westchester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tom Fury. <laughs> so I reach out, and yeah. well, that's kind of where the story kind of, I guess, reconnects everything. And yeah. And Sherry was the one that. Her and I had a conversation. Her and I had lunch a few times together and yeah. had some conversations. And she says, you know, do you know Tom very well? I said, yeah, I've known Tom for a few right. years. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we go back a little bit. And she says, you know, he's a pastor of a church now. I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know anything about it, though, you know. Right. And so she started telling me more about it. And after a few weeks, she convinced me to come and i was like even after she convinced me to come i even contacted you i said okay tell me more about your church (laughs) yeah um jimmy and i had been going through some marital issues and part of the blended family causes Mm -hmm. a lot of stress on the marriage too yeah it does and and we definitely went through our stresses Mm -hmm. and um but it's i knew coming here though because I knew both of you. Yeah. Yeah. That it was one place that I could go to and mm-hmm. and I knew right off that I could trust both of you. Yeah. yeah. Not just with my faith, but in my, my children's faith too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, that means a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know um I knew from our perspective because we knew a little bit of your own history with the church and how you had, what you had experienced and what you had gone through. And so I know for you guys, just walking into the church was a big deal. Um, And I I think that's what's interesting is that, you know, people don't know um, when someone walks into the church building, you don't know what they have fought Mm -hmm. all for Mm -hmm. years, decades even. (laughs) Yeah. Before they would even risk take the risk of stepping a foot into a church building, I mean that's yeah. part of why, you know, as a church we do so much outside of the building to try to help people be comfortable enough to say, I could go into the church, and just like what you said, right? And and that is so meaningful to us that you said I knew I could walk in there because I trusted them. Yeah. That's what we are trying to do in the community. We want people to look at. Melissa and Beth and Tom, and we want them to look at us and say, I could go there because I trust them. I know they're being honest with me um, because it, it clearly, it had an influence on you, right? It really did. I mean, to be able to, I mean, how many years had it been? I don't know. 12 or 13, maybe? I think it was 13. <laughs> yeah. Now, my, I was forced until I went right. to the Marine Corps to still go to the church, but actually really yeah. being like my heart and soul into a mm-hmm. church since I was 13. Yeah. Wow. wow. And that's an answered prayer for us because when we hadn't even planted the church yet, but we were just kind of building what we what we felt like God wanted us to do, that was one of the things was to reach the people who had been hurt and broken by church. 
So mm-hmm. to get to hear your story, it's like, thank you, Jesus. Like, there's a yeah. scene. But. Well, and that's that. It, it is interesting because um, uh, the majority of our church has had experiences yeah. that sent them away from church mm-hmm. from a from a for a period of time. Some people, right. some people, it may have been months. Some people, it may have been years. Some people yeah. it may have been decades. Like literally, it's all across the scale. And there's a <laughs> moment where they say, okay. Um, and the fact that you guys took that moment and you didn't sit on it, right? Um, yeah. You made a, a conscious de- decision to reconnect. And it's not so much about um, going to church. Uh, you reconnected into the body of Christ mm-hmm. is what you really did. That's exactly. You did that. You're exactly you right in that. To, <laughs> to yeah, to say, okay, to be vulnerable. <laughs> I got. We got our own issues, um, but we can come be a part of a group of people where we're not going to be judged for our issues and our faults and everything else, right? <laughs> um, and and that's huge for anybody. Mm-hmm. To do it, and I mean, it really, it really is. And it's it's sad, but it happens a lot. I know, even my mom went through a situation like that, where, you know, you grow up thinking that all these people are so great and perfect in the church, and then you get out there in the real world, and you see these same church people that are doing awful things, and that makes you feel like, well, I can do what I want, then you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's something I'm thankful my mom taught me early on because she had to learn that lesson was that. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus because he he isn't the one hurting us. It's the it's people that are already not perfect. Right. Like people are gonna fail us, but Jesus isn't. And I feel like that that's just stuck with me my whole life, you know. Mm-hmm. That we have we have to have grace with the, the churches as well because they're just humans, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So and it's hard because not many people have recognized that lesson. There's so many that have been hurt and are never planning to never step in just like you felt. And it's really cool to get to see how God works, though, just thinking about how God used Sherry to just chisel at you and God used Mm -hmm. us, perhaps when we worked at TQL with you, just as friends. We were just being friends with you and talked to you. We were pregnant at the same time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. how God was planting little seeds already. And I guess I forgot about that story, but I never realized that. But to think here at TQL when we were just working together and work acquaintances, God was put in little seeds to heal you. And then Sherry came in and she worked on you a little mm-hmm. more. And she just, did. And her yeah. and I had some great conversations. And I mean, I'm talking tissue conversations, yeah. Right. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and not that you ever left your love for Jesus, but he wanted to heal you in coming together with the body of Christ. Right. And, you know, and my older children, I feel like I, I failed them in a sense because I never did find the right church for them, yeah. you right. know, when they were growing up. There were seriously churches I walked into yeah. the door mm-hmm. and I turned right back around and it's got back in my vehicle. It's hard to find a good church. Yeah. Yeah. That is. is the truth. Yeah. Sadly, it is very hard to find a good church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this is the first one I walked into and it. I didn't have any of those negative thoughts not yeah. one time when i walked in i was yeah. like i found my family yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i found my children's family yeah. right yeah and then the blessing on top of that is that my two youngest girls were saved here yeah. and and mm-hmm. got baptized here absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah, as a matter of fact, that's my favorite memory. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I bet scratch, I know where this is running into. that one off. <laughs> and that was a beautiful memory. Yeah. And there's no church that's perfect. I mean, there's so many things that we God's still teaching us, but, oh, yeah. you know, we just, we all got to keep working at it, keep our eyes on Jesus yeah. and have grace for each other, you know? Yeah. Some churches may never get it. <laughs> <laughs> The freedom and grace that God wants us right. to have. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, and I, um, and that you know, that's one of the things too. Once I really started getting more and more involved with real churches, seeing how much you guys do participating with the community, um, not just giving to the community. Mm-hmm. I think it's more important that you guys are actually doing the participating. Instead of just giving to them, yeah. they're seeing faces out there. Mm-hmm. They're seeing that you know this is this isn't a church that's just throwing money at community here right. and there. Yeah. These people are actually getting out there and doing the legwork. Mm-hmm. You know, and 
one of the things I didn't mention about myself, I'm a Girl Scout leader. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things, one of the key foundations that we really try to instill on the girls is give back to your community. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we may not be well-to-do, but mm-hmm. there are always other people mm-hmm. that are in worse-off situations that yeah. you are. You help them. You lend. You reach that hand out to them. Absolutely. You know, do a little bit less talk and listen. Yeah. You know, there are people that might just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's it's instilling that. And, you know, um, you know part of that is... Is I mean, it's literally walking out the life of Jesus. If you look at what he did, that is exactly what he did. He was in the community. He was with the people. People got annoyed with him because he was with the people. Mm-hmm. And um, it's easy. It's easy from a church perspective to even look at us and say, "Well, it's really." Uh, you, they could be annoyed at us that we don't have a Sunday morning service, mm-hmm. or that, that we don't have this, or we don't have this program, or that program, not or whatever perfect. it is. It's confusing. Yeah, I mean, we we <laughs> laugh because we say we've had people show up to the church and be like, "Do you are you do you guys still have church?" And we're like, "Yeah, but that's not what we're doing this week." I had and they're someone like, write me today like, "Your website is so confusing." Like, <laughs> oh, wow. like we're, we're, we're like, you just got to talk so. to us. That's what you got to do. Right. Uh, but but it's because. Um, because in just like as Jesus, I don't believe that Jesus sent out a message and said, Hey, by the way, guys, I'm going to be down by the river at 3 PM. You come on, see me, right? <laughs> That's not the way it was. Yeah. The community was down at the river. And so Jesus went to the river. Right. And so that is, that yeah, is who we are. Right. <laughs> and that is, um, in instilling that not just into ourselves and us all learning that cause we're all breaking some of that stuff off of ourselves. But then teaching our kids, you know, mm-hmm. where your kids say, "Well, what are we doing this Saturday?" You know, what is mm-hmm. what does that look like? What are, how are we serving? How are we helping? What are we doing? Um, and uh, I think it's a I think it's a beautiful thing for the kids to be involved. And your mm-hmm. kids have always done that, and they've always mm-hmm. gotten involved and done stuff like yeah. that, um, which is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether it be. Um, you know, working at the park and doing which a cleanup, doing which, the church and the Girl Scouts, yeah, the together. Girl Scouts, so we brought fun. the Girl Scouts oh, and the it. church together. Heck <laughs> we yeah, we did. Yeah. Man, they went to town, you know. And yeah. but it, but it's a beautiful way to work together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those girls maybe have not been too exposed to church at all, and you know what? They got to sit and they got to meet other people and they got to joke around with those people. And every time, just like, you know, Sherry having conversation with you, it's just chipping away a little mm-hmm. bit, chipping away a little bit, right. chipping away a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's beautiful to be able to engage like that just because of the exposure that not just we all get, but the kids then get to be able to learn, wait, this is what it means to be in a community and mm-hmm. to be a part of a community. Um, and it's like like Jesus was. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And I think as we all go out into the community, I feel like each one of us is going to be reflecting some some part of Jesus that he's put onto us. We should be reflecting that as we go to all these events. Something that someone's going to say, just like you meeting us, you're like, whoa, I can trust them. Mm-hmm. What if you think you can trust us, that's the love of Jesus right. that you yeah. saw in us. Right. Something in you felt comfortable with us. Right. And I just think... Well, and it's and I think what's what's great is there's a lot of people that will connect to your story, yeah. like literally your story specifically, uh, because they've experienced and gone through that. Beth and I mm-hmm. um, have always talked about that that experience that people will go through. They get hurt, they run mm-hmm. off. What draws them back? What what helps them? What bridges the gap between where they're at? And where maybe even their heart already wants to be, you know. Right. Um, I think I think you know from your story there was a part part, part of your heart that desired to be back in community, mm-hmm. but Did. Oh, <laughs> how do I do it? How do I do it in a safe way where I know I'm not going to get hurt? How can I make sure that my family doesn't fall apart because I've seen horrible things happen to families because of what's happened Especially in church? Because you gave your all, you gave your heart, you gave right, everything, yeah. and then you felt like it was mm-hmm. ripped apart. Yeah, and so. Um, so it's amazing because, you know, people are going to hear this podcast and they're going to hear your story or people are going to see you at an event and they're going to be able to know your story because of your own walk, your own experience to where, 
um, now you're not at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have an amazing yeah, family. I, I, um, I do. You know, and you have freedom and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you have a, a larger, more extended family here within the real church family, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, by being connected and being a part like that. So yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, sometimes we feel ashamed to share the nitty gritty things of our past, but I think God uses them. I think it helps when we share those things because somebody is going to relate to it. And if you somebody never, could be going through it right yeah. now. Yeah. And if you've <laughs> never walked through it, you have nothing to encourage them with, but you've mm-hmm. got a story that you could encourage a ton of people with that are going through the same thing. And yeah. so I think we shouldn't be ashamed. We're forgiven, we're free, but how can I help you with hearing what I went through and how I've come out of that? So yeah. Absolutely. So it's funny that you say ashamed. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that you had written on, on the list was um, if, if there's anything that I would tell anybody listening and is mm-hmm. curious about God, what would I yeah. say? So actually, I've got this written down here. I said, come visit us. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> come, oh, least fears are, yeah. no. <laughs> I said, come in your PJs. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. We are real people. We've all, we've all lived real lives. Yeah. We've had real struggles and problems. Mm-hmm. And we have sinned real sins. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we're not and we're not here to judge anybody, mm-hmm. but to welcome you. And Jesus loves you each, regardless of anything that you have been through, or that you are currently going through. Mm-hmm. And just come join us and yeah. learn what Jesus did for us sinners, because yeah. that's what we are all are. And I've, I'll tell you, I've been the biggest sinner. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I, I chuckle about it, but I. It's not funny, but it's led me to where I am yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me to know that I've got children that have been able to be led to Christ. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they've seen mm-hmm. the transformation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what's um, that's what's amazing is that um, I mean that's that's truly our heart is that people could feel the way that you felt when you walked in, right? Um, that they would. They would be able to come in and be able to see themselves here, be able to see their family here, um, and be able to receive. Um, because that that's that's the part that's the shift where, you know, it's it's one thing to be able to go somewhere, but it's different to be able to receive something. Uh, because when you begin to receive things, that's when change begins to happen, um, right. and you experience change, and then your family experience change as a result of that, and. Um, so, you know, I can tell you from Beth and I um, that, you know, we're honored to have your family here because yeah. for us, you. we know, we know the journey, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing the journey, um, it makes a huge difference to mm-hmm. us because we can hear, we, you know, we hear this story and, and you, you tell it here, um, but to hear you say, hey, this was where I found comfort. This was where I was able to finally let my guard down and finally, you know, lay this aside that had been on me for so long. Um, that's that's encouraging to us, mm-hmm. and you know, and so we're honored to be able to have your family here and have them be a part. You know, it's a little disappointing that Jimmy doesn't drive a Ford. Um, <laughs> But he does drive a Ford tractor, so (laughs) I'm feeling like that's an answered prayer right there. (laughs) Little Jimmy Ray is going to bring this family all the way through. I believe it, man. I'm rooting for you, Jimmy Ray. You hear me, boy? I'm rooting for you, Jimmy Ray. He's going to smile really big when he hears that part. (laughs) And you're not allowed to date Naomi. (laughs) No. Uh, oh, that is hilarious! <laughs> At least <laughs> that's amazing. I, I know that you're probably not prepared for this because um, you can't go back to the the same one that you've kept doing. But you do know, Bethany, that you have to ask your final question still, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or did you give? Did you actually think about it? No, but well, I, you can't do the same one. I know. I'm great on the spot. Okay, see, because it's the way it always ends. <laughs> For a question like this, Bethany, Bethany always has to. You know, these are all my I didn't questions. Think you were done yet? 
Um, well, I think I think we're starting yeah. to wrap up here, um, and I'm just preparing you for that. Okay, okay. I'm just telling you, it's coming <laughs> here in the next couple of minutes. But um, <laughs> but I, you know, I want to I want to say first, thank you for sharing. But before I I conclude to that, is there anything else that you would want to share? Is there anything else? Um, I know we covered a lot here, um, we did. and we did. Uh, I just want to make sure there wasn't anything else that you were like I really want to. I want to get this hey. out there so that people know. Hey, you have tattoos on you. Guess what? <laughs> I, if you see me, <laughs> you're like, how many more can she get? <laughs> and I, I smoke cigarettes, guys. I, um, and she's going to start. Like, I, I, haven't, I haven't washed my clothes in a week. I haven't uh, done this. This is I really real church. She's laying it out they there. They still she's accept me here, guys. That's the point. They last still accept me here. I did something here. really bad. And, uh, just want to confess right now. I've been hiding Oreos from the kids. I, mean, it's like, I still do. She's just unloading now, man. I love it. Jimmy at night when he snores. Um, <laughs> That's me that snores. <laughs> Jimmy's been pinching. <laughs> oh, that's funny, but it's true, right? I mean, that, you have you have thing. purple hair, mohawk. Yeah, guess man. what? Or no you hair. Got the hair. Or, yeah, you can be like Tom with no hair, and and my husband that's getting ready to be there. <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny though is um, that is that is a barrier for a lot of people. Any of those mm-hmm. things are a barrier for a lot of people. Um, and you know, it is something like one of the things that, and sometimes Beth will get on me for saying it. I think she's getting used to it now is that I would always say to anyone who's come to the church or anyone who, who has spoken to me about the church is that I will fail you miserably. Mm-hmm. I will let you down. I won't be there when something has happened. Something will happen and I will let you down. And I say that because I am human. I am not, I think for so long, you know, again, the pastoral role has been glorified to such a point that people see the pastor can do no wrong. Ask this lady right here, and Bethany will tell you, I can do all kinds of stuff wrong. Uh, so, you know, it, it is it is important for people to understand that we all have our own struggles. We all have mm-hmm. our own issues. No one is walking in this door to give the illusion of perfection in yeah. their lives. We are not perfect. We all have issues. We suck. And we, <laughs> and we all want to get better, and we, we all are working Jesus. on it, and we love Christ, and we are working towards all of those things, uh, but we're real. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not, we have not arrived. Um, no one here is going to tell you they know everything about the, the Bible from front to back. It, it's all, it's still being revealed new to us every day. And so, um, I think that's a, it's a great, great point to say is that, look, it's, we're, we've, we're all different. We've, we've all got these experiences and things and, mm-hmm. and, uh, but connected, we are the body and we can come together and we can connect over the, what we are mutually here for. So, And I think to hear Melissa's testimony and just knowing all of our lives, I think is you can understand that picture of Jesus reaching for the sheep that's caught in the thicket because he said he'll never leave us or forsake us. And even though in all those crazy times with your wild days, Jesus was going like this and keep trying to pull you back and you... You still remembered, and you still wanted to get there, but you couldn't yet figure it out. And I just think that's just a beautiful picture to think about. I think that's how he is with all of us, you know. And there's sometimes you might think you've arrived, and you're a great Christian, and you pray that scripture for one second that says, Lord, reveal to me, you know, what my inner thoughts are and stuff. And you wait two seconds, and you'll figure out how ugly you still are. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, actually, I do have something else to add to this yeah. because of... All the stuff that I put my dad through, mm-hmm. my dad now is like one of my best friends. Yeah, he that's knows. amazing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I, he still he still loves me after everything I did to him. Yeah, yeah. For, especially those nine days that I was in my prodigal daughter. <laughs> they that's actually right. they have called me the prodigal son. Have yeah. they really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, which is another so. beautiful picture in love and healing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. God's it is taking you out of abusive relationships and bringing healing all around into mm-hmm. your family, you know. Yeah. And that's that's the picture of heaven, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. So, you know, when I know that people are going through a lot of trials and tribulations and they don't understand what's going on, one of the biggest things that I 
have lived by for just about my entire life is you may not understand why you're going through this, this, and this right now and, and why they may have taken this from you and put this in, in, in your life instead. Mm-hmm. You may not realize it at that point in time, but in his time, God's yeah. time, yeah. it will be revealed to you. Absolutely, yeah. That's and mm-hmm. that's, you know, all those years yeah. that I went through what I did. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to say I regret some of the decisions, but I don't think that I would be where I am today without yeah. those decisions, those yeah. horrible decisions Absolutely. that I made. Yeah. 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 You learn from, right? I mean, right. it changes you and it gives you a deeper appreciation sometimes for what you have after experiencing those things. Right. So, right. It gives you a whole lot more ministry, Rachel. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I could go on to that funny So, thing. So now, I, now I'm dying to know now. What's well, what's the big question? I thought I could do with this or that, but now I feel just curious. Oh, here we it's go. It's just going to be a, an answer, not a this or that. Okay. But if you were to add any other animal to the farm, what Ooh, would you choose to add? That's a good one. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, see? Anyone well, you could want. Any, anything. Anything. There's could no... Don't worry about climate. Don't worry about nothing. You could choose whatever <laughs> animal what did he you say? want. <laughs> I'm not saying this just because you're my pastor and, and you're the VP of my company or anything. But, okay, so we tried the alpacas. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. didn't have... Yeah, so we didn't have so much luck with them, but... I think llamas really. Llama, yeah. I mean, seriously, <laughs> they're, those, they're so beautiful, <laughs> yeah. but they're not so easy for. Her. Can you ride a llama like a horse? I don't know. <laughs> well, you can ride a cat, well, so I'd say you. so. <laughs> I would think so. I mean, they're bigger than a. Yeah. I don't think you're going yeah. to an alpaca. Um, I don't think you're going to ride them like around the neighborhood, use al- but for. you could jump on the back of any critter. I mean, I could ride a rhino if I wanted to. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you just got to jump up on that sucker and hold on, right? I'd like to see that. <laughs> I've got a visual here. I think he'd, I think he'd fall back down. <laughs> I don't know. You did pretty good with that donkey. I can guarantee you I'm going to fall down. if I. <laughs> can you add a gif onto this podcast <laughs> yeah, exactly. of Tom on a rhino? We could totally, we could totally make that We work. have him from the donkey basketball game. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's my that visual. Was <laughs> Actually, a donkey would be one, too. Oh, that's awesome. Are, do people do things with llamas? Like I don't know. I'm they not use a llama the, they use the fleece off of them. Yeah. Okay. The clothing I and that. Okay. Yeah. That's you can't milk a llama it. or anything. Well, you probably could. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, you can I mean milk if rice, it's, it's right? a mammal. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> funny. <laughs> people probably listen to our podcast. They're like, like what is with I wish I could put titles on like you can milk or you can milk <laughs> rice. That should be the title of this one, right? Can you milk a llama? That's what it should be called. <laughs> what is up with this church? They have goats in their church. Uh, no. yeah. So this is how you know a real more. This is us. This is us. Yeah. Except we do take thoughts captive. There's my claw. <laughs> All right, here Beth needs to stop now before she gets down the the claws. Queen. All right. So the next animal though is a alpaca or a llama. Yeah, we've had well, alpaca. Llama. It's a llama. We yeah. need Does it a llama. matter if you call it a pack Well, yeah, because it's different. not the same animal. Okay, yeah. It's like a cat or a dog. I, need to know. <laughs> I think it's more so like one of them has like the fur on the ears. And Some alpaca experts the listening to us right now. The size of them. The yeah. alpacas okay. are smaller than the llamas. Okay. They both spit. Okay. I think that's really why I wanted them distance. to begin with. To spit? I, yeah. You want to get spit on? No, I wanted them to spit on. I want to like train them to spit on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this is who you need Great. to spit well, on. This we, is Pastor Tom. If we show we up, I'm staying away. You want them to do what they did to Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying away from the llamas. I will enjoy from a 20-foot distance, you know, away from way over here. Yeah, She's there done. it is. <laughs> I feel like your first one you're going to name Spit. <laughs> Spitter. I was going to say Spitty, but I felt like that. Sound like a bad word. <laughs> Jesus forgive all us. Right. For Bethany is starting to really open loose, and I got to shut this train down before we all get in trouble. Lord, be our um, Well, Slap we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, yes. Melissa, for coming and doing this with us today. It was literally awesome to be able to hear more of your story and be able thank to share this. Me. Yeah, and get it out. Um, I think it's a it's a really beautiful. I know parts of it is heart-wrenching and difficult and all those things, but it's a beautiful story um, of, of someone coming back into mm-hmm. 
um, the body of Christ, yeah. and that's absolutely amazing. It's a and so, visual of Jesus chasing you, I feel. Yeah, yeah. He never let it go. Yeah, he didn't give up on me. Yeah. No, he didn't. Well, we thank you, and so we will be coming at you next month uh, with another one with a different guest. We're working on lining that guest up now. Yeah. Actually, as we speak, because I'm texting, because Bethany told me to text before I came, and I'm going to text it as I'm finishing this. Thank you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. Hoorah. (laughs) Hoorah. Do you get in trouble for saying hoorah if you're not from the Marines? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, are people like, you can't say it, you weren't in Yeah, who who do you think you are? (laughs) Give me my llama. Get my llama and spit on that one. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now we've gone too far. All right, we got to go. All right, all right, thank you all. Thank you you so guys nice, have guys. a great day.